0: Good morning, we'll be in Malachi chapter 4 this morning, Malachi chapter 4 and verse 2, but unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. There are a couple of things that I want us to notice here in this verse. Number one, the reverence that is due to God, reverence for God. Number two, transformation. And number three, prayer and surrender. The first part, understanding reverence, understanding the fear. Uh, now, I know that when we think of our relationship with God—the first thing that doesn't, first thing that comes to mind—is certainly not fear. For most of us, it's, it transcends that. Fear. Also, here people try to take and say, "Well, it is speaking about rever- reverence necessarily in this context." It's speaking about uh, respect and all these different things. But truly, the closest relationship that fear the word the closest relationship that fear has with any other word in the Bible is tremble, to tremble. How can we fear God and still keep in mind what he's done for us? With great love, with great compassion, something that we did not deserve at all, how can I look at him and have fear and trembling? It's almost... It's, it's hard to explain, and I'm not going to try to, but do reflect on it. It's not like looking through a glass at a lion at the zoo and feeling fear. By the way, some people have fears of snakes. Some people have fears of spiders. One of my greatest fears that sends chills down my spine and absolutely creeps me out, lions. They horrify me. And I tremble when I look at them through a window. That's not the kind of fear and trembling that we're talking about. Of great respect, not fearing what men can do to you. Not fearing the loss of life, this kind of fear. But fear, but having fear of God, the, the giver of life, and the taker of life. And he can give it again. He's proven it. Not only has he given it, but he's taken it. And then he's given it again, calling up Lazarus from the grave, calling up me from the grave and doing the same for you. Not the kind of fear that I feel when I look at a line and think, man, what that thing could do to me. But what power. Not that he's floating out in the cosmos somewhere, in Orion's belt in the center of it, where heaven resides, right? That's what people try to think. They conceptualize God as something within his creation. He's out of it. He's not in nothing outside of this creation. It is him. Reverence of the divine. <clears throat> so, but unto you that fear my name, here comes a promise, that fear my name Shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings? You should explore the symbolism here between Jesus, the S O N of righteousness, and this foreshadowing of Jesus, the S U N of righteousness. And that word wings there could also be translated as rays, but standing. In his righteousness, those that fear the Lord, the Son of Righteousness, what does it say? Arise with healing in his wings. How does God's righteousness bring healing and light into our lives? Is it not by first salvation and then the continual blessings? What does the Bible tell us? It says that his mercies are new every morning. There is no bad news that can hurt me. There is no slander that could tear me down. There is no darkness that is dark enough that I should fear. There is no evil that would, so, that, that would be able to under, overcome this healing and the light of Jesus Christ. One day, one day after the sun has ceased to shine and the moon has not given any more light, and the stars go out, Jesus will be enough. He will be the light of everything, and there will be no shadow anywhere in that city. The transformation that comes. Think in your minds, after this healing, as we learn to reverence God as he is due, reverence and fear, what does it say? Ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall think about people in your daily life how sad and downtrodden how depressed and anxiety filled they are now think about a baby calf that has been fed well all its life it knows the sound of the bell that rings that tells it when it's time to eat it knows the sound of the tractor when the farmer is coming to open up the gate so they can get into the other side and eat the grass on the, in the other fields. Have you ever watched those calves? Man, they ain't got a care in the world. And they don't care what anybody else thinks about them because they look like some of the most foolish, ignorant little things kicking around and kicking up dirt. It's precious, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a thing that happens when you look at it and it just shows purity. It shows some, something those older cows really don't have anymore. Now some of them, as they get a little bit older, but they're still young, they haven't quite matured all the way, they still get excited. But man, them cows, carefree, happy, excited, because they know, they know what's coming. You shall go forth as calves who have been fed at the stall. Do you feel that way, Christian? Have you gotten too old and mature to experience the joy of a fresh a fresh calf maybe a newborn christian have we forgotten what it feels like the next part prayer and surrender it all ties in together as we learn and grow in reverence as we learn and grow in as christians in prayer and surrender how can we as christians grow in those two things do we pray enough I have heard a man tell me one time because I asked him, I was like, well, can I, can I pray? Can we pray together right now? He said, man, I just, I don't think I can pray any more than I already have. Have you ever felt that way? You can't pray anymore. God forbid that we ever get to the point that we feel like we can't pray anymore because his ear is ever present. Power is ever ready to, to just pour out blessings, even though it might not be the answer to the question it could be comfort to your heart surrendering all areas of our life trusting in God's righteousness to restore us and renew us every day where that we won't become old and bitter but that we might be new every morning along with his graces that we might continually learn that the joy of God is ever present in our life and it is new every morning and it is abundant and infinite and we need to integrate that joy into our life but not only just before we come to church on sunday or wednesday not only whenever we come here to shoot fireworks or do other things not only whenever we come here on sunday nights monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday every day of the week learning, asking God to teach in our heart and renew in us the joy and the peace that he has promised, reminding ourselves that he is the base reality. All these things that we fear in life, all this anxiety that we feel is nothing and will be nothing when we behold his face. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We pray that you would continually help us to learn and uh, ever grow in reverence for who you are lord i just pray that you would go before us in these services that you would just put your hand over our sunday school teachers that you would bless them bring back to remember us the things that they've studied and lord open up our hearts and our minds to your word that we might be able to learn lord i just pray that you would be with israel price and his family lord i just pray that you would just bless him give him the words to speak fill them up and pour them out for us Lord, I just pray that you would be with our worship leaders and that you would just bless him, Lord, that you would, again, go into the service. You know what we need, each of us individually, and you know how to deliver it, Lord. Just help us to be willing and open. In your name we pray, amen.